welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Marvin Espinoza on the line. He's Director of Operations over at Henderson Collegiate. Uh, Marvin, welcome to the show. Hey, Adam. Thank you so much for having me, man. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Henderson Collegiate. Um, But before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in your career? Yeah, so after I graduated in 2014 from the University of Chicago with my BA in economics and a little bit of statistics in there, I actually ended up becoming a teacher through Teach for America, uh, and I kind of got into the education sphere in the last two and a half years of college, starting up a bilingual research-based pre-K literacy program at a local parish in the in one of the Hispanic neighborhoods in Chicago at a parish. Man, I, I love your story, and I love the whole Teach for America program and experience. I just, I just love what they do. I mean, not only are they giving back, but I feel like they, they just create some or help um, facilitate and create some of the, um, you know, leaders of today and tomorrow. So I, I love the program. I love what they're doing. Um, so I, you know, I have, um, you know, there's some people listening right now that maybe they're just getting, you know, out of college, or maybe they're a year or two out, and they're kind of thinking about going that education path. And, and what would be your advice? and kind of going down that route for them. Yeah. So I have a a few things about that, which is one, the biggest one is get ready for some really long days. And if you want to have success within the classroom, it's all about leaving the ego at the door and recognizing that your life is very different than a lot of other working people uh, in the sense that, you know, you're taking a lot of work home, and that is an expectation. That's a given. Um, and, you know, when you have a bad day, 30 other people inside your classroom, little kids, or maybe even 100 if you teach multiple periods, are affected. So you have to grow up really fast. And that's a little difficult for some younger professionals just coming into the professional space. Uh, that emotional constancy and that recognition of grinding sometimes is a little difficult to transition into Oh, man, I think that's great advice. I think it's also realistic and definitely representative of the experience. I'm definitely not easy work, um, and, and you're right, long days. Um, so I love it. Uh, let's change it up a bit, Marvin. I want to get into what you're doing over at Henderson Collegiate. So uh, first, tell me a little bit more about Henderson Collegiate, please. Yeah, man, thanks for uh, for the opportunity to share some love for Henderson Collegiate. Henderson Collegiate is a small network of high-performing charter schools, K through 12 now, that's awesome, um, here in rural North Carolina, Henderson, North Carolina. So that's a, kind of a really cool place, mainly because it's an A-plus school uh, for some of the most vulnerable vulnerable populations of students, um, and we serve them really well. So uh, charter schools, the whole thought process of charter school network, I don't want to assume that our our um, listeners understand that. Uh, so can you go a little bit further into what that means? Yeah. So a charter school uh, is really, it's just like any other school. 
um, except it has a lot less restrictions uh, depending upon the state, depending upon the district and or city. Um, it, that means that the principal or whoever is leading that school has a lot more flexibility in hiring and firing. They tend to not hire like unionized folk. Uh, they tend to have much more flexibility in terms of the school day, so they might run longer throughout the year, more days and longer hours. And they have much more flexibility in determining the curriculum and how they teach and what they teach. Uh, it's really, it was originally designed to be a tool to experiment with an education as a new tool to figure out what works within schools with a lot less restrictions. Yeah, little little fun fact. I went to the first charter school in Michigan. I still remember oh, wow. uh, for middle for middle school. Um, it was middle school first one. John Engler. It was his experiment. He was a governor at that time. Um, it was sponsored by um, Wayne State University. Um, they created the the curriculum and all that other stuff, which is a, a big college in in Detroit. Uh, and um, and it was called University Public School. So that was the first charter school in Detroit. So I remember, and we went to school. Oh, it's been a long time, but I believe it was from 8 to 5. So when you talk about a, lar a longer schedule, we had our regular, um, oh, my gosh, you just took me back to childhood. It was from 8 to 5. So it was a job, literally. <laughs> it was a full day. And I, I don't know if it worked or didn't or how all that transpired, but I'm still here. But just thought I'd throw that out there that, uh, you know, uh, I, I understand the Charter School Network. And my, my mother also worked for Charter School for many, many years as a counselor wow. before re retiring. She was, um, so she's worked in, that, in those communities and those at-risk populations for many years. So I kind of grew up understanding some of the, the things. So I know what you're out there doing, and I think it's awesome out in Henderson. Um, so what what do you think? And and, and I, that being said, now we kind of have a basis for what charter schools are, what, what they're meant to do. Um, so what do you think are some of the things that other people can do to help support these charter schools and, and, and to help support these kids? Because I think sometimes people, maybe if they don't have kids or if they're not right in the mix of it, they don't exactly know what they can do to help out. Yeah, you know, that's a really good question, and it's a question that I think about a lot and a question that I thought about a lot when I was in college. And mm -hmm. ultimately, here's kind of my rough draft of what I think right now, because as you know, we all change and adjust. But my first thing is, is do what you can with what you've got, but don't do nothing. I mean, I'm a big Theodore Roosevelt fan, and so the worst thing you can do is nothing. The next best thing is the wrong thing, and the, and the best thing is the right thing. So that means, hey, if you care about something, like go volunteer for an hour after school, do some tutoring, go to the library, go volunteer there. Like it can be as simple as, you know, one hour a week volunteer to read with a kid who's struggling to read. That's 100% fine. One of the biggest things that we know how to get a child to read is simply reading with someone that's reading uh, aloud to them and reading with them as they follow along textually. So that's a simple thing you can do. Uh, you know, one thing I used to do in college, I used to volunteer at our local children's hospital. I did some tutoring there. Uh, you can also put on some fun, you know, little costume and do some jokes, and that's also fun for kids there. I mean, ultimately, it really depends on what do you care about, do you have an hour? And if you do that, then you'll find a remarkable set of, of different things you can do. And sometimes it's, a, you know, one or two hours on a Saturday. Cool. Make it a family affair. If you want to instill that values within your within your family, you can do that too. Then your kids are helping out, maybe at a soup kitchen, maybe at a homeless shelter, like whatever it is, even if it's just folding clothes for a local uh, Salvation Army Center. That, that's, that's a really invaluable experience that really helps out your community and any really any kid, really any person. 
That's awesome. Um, so, Marvin, if somebody wants to uh, to connect with you, um, what's the best way for them to reach out? Yeah, you know, that would be really cool. If you have any questions, anyone does, uh, my email is just marvinespinoza.jr at gmail.com, my email. I'm more than happy to answer any other questions and connect you with people that, that might push you in a, good, in a cool direction that you're interested in. Fantastic. Well, hey, Marvin, really appreciate you coming on the show today and uh, sharing more about your passion for what you do and also the great work you're doing over at Henderson Collegiate. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Marvin, thanks again for coming on the show. 